0: All right, be somewhere listening for my name. I'm going to talk a little bit about one element of the rapture tonight. It's, it's something, you know, you, you, I go on my prayer walks and these things will come up. I wonder now, I wonder about this and I wonder about that and uh, how this is going to be and how that's going to be. But, of course, when you talk about the rapture to kind of set the context here, talk about a gathering out of the bride of Christ. This is not the second advent. The second advent is when the Lord comes back to earth and sets up his kingdom on the throne of David in the city of Jerusalem. This is a, a prior to that, when the Lord gathers out his bride, calls home his bride, uh, referred to as rapture. Brother Jeremiah and Brother Phil have been talking about that some here lately. But the passages... <coughs> To lead up what I want to talk about here is found in 1 Thessalonians 4.13. And then later on, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4.16. But I'm just going to look at one part of this. 1 Thessalonians 4.13, the Bible says, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them... Also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them. That means to go before, not happen before them, pre-event. Will not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And this is what I want to talk about, this passage here. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air notice here that, that, that the, he don't come all the way to the earth we meet him in, in the air then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Let's pray while I find a mic. Here. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. Thank you for your mercy tonight, your grace. Hold me up by the power of your might, Lord. Thank you for the healing for me and Joyce and for all those in this church that suffered with that uh, COVID thing, Lord. Thank you for the healing, Lord. And thank you for uh, taking care of Brother Skipper. We continue to pray for him. Uh, and Lord uh, give us something tonight Your precious word You tell us it don't return void uh, Give me some understanding of it Lord And, and let me uh, preach it with confidence Lord Knowing that uh, your word is settled in heaven forever Lord So help me tonight Hold us up And all this we ask in Jesus name Amen Alright now this is one of the greatest passages in the Bible Of Christ coming for his bride ...prior to the second advent. We talked about that when Christ returns to earth... Uh, ...to set up his king on the throne of David in the city of Jerusalem. And uh, we refer to this calling out of Christ's bride as a rapture... ...even though the word isn't found in the Bible. But, but the principle is, the concept is... ...and I want to focus just for a couple minutes tonight... ...on the one little part of this passage. Look with me at verse 16 when this event occurs. It says this first uh, thessalonians four sixteen for the Lord himself uh, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout i'll let you get a minute to get there if you want to go there first thessalonians four sixteen for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. You know, that's a wonderful thought. These, this scripture is, is, is to comfort us. This passage is to let us know that it, it's going to be okay. God's going to step out and we look at this 1st We're reminded that the Lord's going to come back. He's not going to leave us comfortless. He gave us the Holy Spirit to indwell us and then he's going to come back and call us home. Now notice that it says here the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And uh, Man, this is an exciting book. Now this is one of those things, I think Paul referred to it as, as mysterious. The, Behold, I show you a mystery. It's A mystery is something that's Not easily understood. It's mysterious. And uh, uh, this is an event that Paul refers to as a mystery over in 1 Corinthians 15.51. Now, neither the resurrection of uh, the dead nor the second advent were considered mysteries. That's because a lot of the Old Testament prophets revealed them and spoke about them and, and addressed them. Uh, Both mentioned in scripture centuries before Christ showed up. Uh, You can find that in Job 19, uh, 25 to 27. uh, Ezekiel 37 and Ecclesiastes 2.14. Where those things are revealed. But this thing of Christ coming for his bride was not revealed. It was not revealed until Pentecost. They didn't know about it. And, and that it, it was a whole new thing. Paul said that he would show us a mystery. First, that's Romans four sixteen, for the Lord Himself. And he goes through that, and and then there in verse sixteen, uh, Paul says this, uh, and the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now, he says here there'd be a shout, there'd be a voice, there'd be a trump. And it says it's the Lord himself. Now, this is the same Lord Jesus over in Acts 1. You don't have to go there, I'll read it to you. Acts 111, it says, Which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, this same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Psalms 47, verse 5 says, God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of the trumpet. There's that sound of a trumpet. So you've got three sounds here. You've got a shout, and you've got a voice, and you've got a trump. And uh, a trump is the sound that a trumpet makes. Duh. Uh, Now the trump, here is the trump of God. It's the Lord himself. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound. The dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Now, this trump in the passage is referred to as the trump of God. This isn't one of the, the trumpets like the angels use over there in Revelation. Revelation where Revelation 8 6 talks about angels' trumpets. This is the trump of God. Uh, Revelation eight six says, "And the seven angels which have the seven trumpets, prepare themselves to sound." Now that's different than the trump of God. Uh, now some of you folks in the mil- military, brother Phil's in the army, and 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 those they'd play Reveille. That's time to get up, up and at them. isn't that something like that? Everybody knows what Reveille is. I don't know, what did they use at the horse track? Something like that. I think you were with the retreat. Oh, yeah, okay. And then when it was bedtime, they'd play taps. Play taps at the time to lights out. So it's kind of interesting. The, the different sounds of the trumpet meant different things. And uh, God used the sound of a, a trumpet in dealing with Moses and Israel. Uh, when God showed up on Mount Sinai, he set bounds around the whole mountain. It says in Exodus nineteen twelve, 12, And thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, that ye go not up into the mountain, touch the border of it, whosoever toucheth it, and so forth, shall be put to death. And then he goes on to say in Exodus nineteen thirteen, There shall not a hand touch it. But he shall surely be stoned or shot through, whether it be man or beast, beast or man. It shall not live. Watch it. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. So different sounds of the trumpet has different indications. It says in verse 19, when the voice of the trumpet. Hmm. So so a trumpet has a voice. Hear it. When the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake and God answered him by a voice. Hmm. Many places God uses various sounds of the trumpet to indicate different things. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 8, the Bible says, For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to battle? Because the trumpet will be sounding one way and and you know what that means to you, but if it does something different, you. So there's something distinct that's gonna occur, unique about this trump of God. And there's a distinction between the trump of God and the trumpet sounded by angels. Uh, 11 revelation eleven fifteen. 15 the bible says "And the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying the kings of this world are the kingdoms of our lord and of his christ he shall reign forever and ever that's an angel sounding a trumpet that's not here the trump of god now those passages that i read uh, uh folks get confused with those uh doctrinally those passages have to uh have don't talk about the rapture of the church the doctrine that has to do with the rapture of Old Testament saints, a Jewish saints at the end of the tribulation on those passages um, and that's before the battle of Armageddon let me move on there's so much in this that you can draw from it I'll save that for another study but these are not the trump of God by the Lord himself uh, Matthew 24, 31 interesting verse Said, and he shall send thee his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So there's trumpets make different sounds. Dan Lee played a trumpet. We'd get him to play uh, Amazing Grace, and he played loud on the trumpet. He loved that trumpet. So here we are, we've got the trump of God, and that's the Lord Himself. And uh, this will be the Lord himself coming for his bride. You know, you have a a wedding. You've got that that groom down here just waiting for his bride. Well, the Lord's coming for us. The Lord speaking, uh, he said in, in, or John said this in Revelation 1. Revelation 4, 1. After this I looked. And behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice, there's a voice, voice which I had were as it were of a trumpet talking with me. Hmm. Trumpet was talking with him, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. I said it's mysterious. I'm just going to read the verses now. (laughs) In Revelation 1.10, he said, I was in the Spirit. John again said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. And Paul said, this stuff is a mystery. And uh, it's kind of mysterious to me for a trumpet to talk. We had a donkey talk to Balaam. Now we've got a trumpet talking. And it said, come up hither. The trumpet said that. Now, uh, I remember my dad years ago, he'd, he'd hear a musician, I guess I don't have my phone turned off. Turn it off, Jeremiah. Uh, my dad, he'd hear somebody on a, he'd hear somebody on a, on a play a guitar like Jeremiah. Jeremiah's a good guitar player. My dad said, boy, he can make that thing talk. Anybody ever heard that, heard that expression? That's no, man, he can make that thing. Brother Phil playing that piano. Man, he can make that thing talk. Just thought I'd throw that in. Uh, but but that, I remember my dad using that expression. Uh, it says in our text, The Lord shall "Sin from heaven with a shout. Got a shout, a voice, and the trump of God. All right, then the rapture begins with a shout a shout from heaven and the graves are open up come the dead up from the grave he arose well that's what's going to happen to the dead as heroes they arise in we, baptism were identified with his, not only his death and his burial but also his resurrection so we got a voice and the trump of God the rapture begins a shout from heaven the graves are open and uh, up comes the dead said, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And a fellow said, well, what, why is that preacher? Brother Fell heard somebody said, because they're six feet lower. <laughs> you got to think about that one a little bit. I don't, I don't know. It's a mystery. Uh, think about that for a while. You, you've got to shout from heaven, the dead in Christ rise first. Now, also in the text, we see the voice of the Archangel. So, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. And it signals, it kind of signals the end of the church age as Christ's bride is called out. That makes sense? Church age is over, church is gone. That uh, all the spirit filled believers in Christ are gone. Can you imagine this world without the influence of the Holy Spirit of God and indwelling, indwelling that indwelt believers? They're gone. And that's all the whosoever wills. It's not denomination specific. It's the blood of Christ specific, of those who have pled the blood, those who have a repentance toward God, and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what happens after that? You think uh, you know? It talks about those churches all going back uh, to the the harlot. Uh, they all get all the unsaved from all the the groups. They'll all start getting together. Be the biggest ecumenical movement you ever saw. All right. Let me move on. I got a lot to go through. So it signals the, the church age as Christ's bride is called out, the end of the church age. And there's a place in Daniel 12, Daniel 12, 1 and 2, and and about Michael the archangel. Now we see in the in our passage here, it mentions the archangel. But Michael the Archangel. Angel is referred to as the Prince who stands for Israel. Okay, we, we've got that. Uh, Michael the Archangel is the prince that stands for Israel. Now you remember Michael archangel, the Archangel? was it over in Jude 90? He disputed with the devil about the, uh, the body of Moses. What was that about? You talk about a mystery. I'm not sure what's going on there but you equate that with, with what's going on at the rapture you know at the end of the rapture you know who gets put on this earth after the church goes up the tribulation is ushered in and who's there Moses who had Moses' body who? I don't, man that's getting kind of deep brother Phil Mysterious to me, but you see the, the archangel in the mix here. He's, he's standing there ready to, to do something as soon as the rapture occurs. Uh, and he shows up uh, immediately following the rapture of the church. Moses shows up. So you got the Lord uh, descending from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel. The bodies going up, and somewhere on the way, they get rebuilt into glorious bodies, just like Christ. According to Philippians 3, 20 and 21. I'll have a new body, praise God, I'll have a new life. Mm. Then the Lord sounds off, and his voice is like a trumpet. Wow. Zechariah said this. Zechariah 9:14. And the Lord shall be seen over them, and his arrow shall go forth as the lightning, and the Lord God shall blow the trumpet and shall go with whirlwinds of the south. There you got the Lord God blowing the trumpet. Now it appears that uh, when this happens in the, the rapture, if you're saved, it will speak directly to you. You know, years ago I was wondering, I was trying to figure out how, how am I going to, you know, just thinking, how am I going to hear it nobody else hears it? And then I looked down I had, you know what I had here on my belt? I had a pager. <laughs> when somebody needed to get in touch with me, my pager, they'd, they'd contact me through a pager, and I was the only one that heard it. Only one. So I started putting some things together. Well, it's not going to be a difficult thing for God to do that if man can come up with silly things like that. God's way ahead of us. Uh and I wondered, I wondered if the Lord will say I wonder how he'll address it. Tom Holt, come up hither. Maybe. I don't. I'm not sure. But it looks like it's going to be individually. But but it appears when this happens, if you say he speaks to you, and maybe he'll call maybe he'll just call me Tom. Or maybe brother, I got. Go, I wrote this first down. Uh, Hebrews two eleven. You know when God spoke to Jacob in the Old Testament, referred to Jacob. He did the same with Moses. Moses, take off uh, shoes. You're on holy. Uh, Samuel, remember God calling Samuel. Samuel didn't know what it was. Samuel jumped up, and ran into Eli. Thought Eli had called him, but he called him. He called him by name, Samuel. But look at this verse in in Hebrews 2.11. It says, For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Isn't this kind of exciting? Brother Phil, maybe it's just that Lord sits down and says, Brother Phil... Brother Phil, it's been, a, it's been a long ride, Brother Phil, but Brother Phil, come on home. Maybe, wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be something? Brother Floyd, you spent a lot of days on this earth, but it's time to go home now, Brother Floyd. Sister Mary, Sister Marianne, you sure sang loud in them churches. Lord probably loved every second of it. Uh, Sister Marianne, won't you come on home? I don't know. But it says he wasn't ashamed to call us a brother. A lot of stuff going on here. Brother Tom, time to come home. Come up hither. Now watch this, John 10 in verse 3. I'm almost done. We might get done a little early tonight. John 10 and verse 3, the Bible says, To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. You know, I I pondered this on my walk. I wonder if it'll just be a collective thing where the whole church goes up, and it looks like, I'm kind of thinking it's going to be calling me by name. In John 10, 14, the Lord said, For I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. Wow. I'm not quite sure how this is going to work. In the Old Testament, we talked about uh, Jacob and Moses. Here I am, Lord, Samuel. Eli told him to go back to bed. But the Lord had called him by name, Samuel i know i i will know his voice when my savior calls i will answer when he calls for me i will hear when my savior calls i'll go with him i'll be somewhere listening for my name now if you're saved here when this event happens Lord's going to call you out by name probably. There won't be any doubt about it. You'll know exactly what's going on. I don't know his voice. I'm waiting and longing to hear his voice. Now, if you're not saved when this event happens, all you're going to hear probably is some thunder. Some of you students of Scripture know what I'm talking about. Remember, what was it in in John 12? It said, look, the... Heaven open, God said, this is my beloved son whom I am well pleased. And folks around him when they heard it said it thundered. See, they're on a, on a different spiritual plane. See, being part of the body of Christ by one spirit, we're baptized into one body. Well, I'm going to hear it because I'm on the right level. If you're not born again, you don't have that spirit. You're not going to hear that voice. I, I'm, now I'm getting off message here but you'll find this thing about the thunder in Job 37 37 1 to 4 and John twelve twenty-eight and 29 need to be ready because at any moment any moment the Lord could step out and say it's time to come home folks brother Mara. Time to come home, Brother Terry. Won't that be an amazing thing? That's an exciting thing. I had a little shouting fit last night as I was putting this together. Some of you have been at it a long time. But he said, comfort one another with these words because he said, I'm coming back again. It's like my, MacArthur told the, <laughs> told, said in the Philippines. He said, I, I shall return with the Lord, said I. In like manner he was coming back he told John I think it's the, the, the last prayer in the Bible says, says uh, when, when the Lord says behold I come quickly and John said even so come Lord Jesus I hope you're looking forward to that coming tonight with great anticipation Brother Jeremiah, time to come home. I know you're just getting a good start on it, but time to come home. Wow. What an amazing, amazing thing. Brother Teddy, come on home. Can't bring them horses with you. My, my, my. Sister Romans, time for you to come home. Let's go home. Ain't God good. Brother Heinz, he may speak to you in German. I don't know. God is good. I'm done. Just a little interesting part, element to that wonderful thing referred to as the rapture, the gathering out of Christ's bride. He's coming. He's coming back. All the signs and wonders are going on now. All the prophecies has been fulfilled. Some night, Brother Phil, we ought to look at that uh, thing about the tribulation. Or these it could be shortened, and that that it, it, uh, there's some verses that talk about that uh, has to do. We think with uh, uh, if Israel would have accepted their Savior, those days uh, the Lord left it open for him to shorten those days and usher in the kingdom, or, or even to make it uh, longer. So, everyone stand up tonight. I'm starting to ramble, but but that had been on my heart. The altar's open. Won't you come? Jesus loves you. He's coming after you. Better be ready.